0: You were wearing your 137 p.m. sweater.
1: I did that on purpose. I knew it. I did so which of you, bitch.
0: So Emily, how are you doing? Where are you at?
1: Um <laughs> you're interviewing you're interviewing me like one of your guests. Um, I'm good. I'm at um my family's mm-hmm. house in the Boston area where I am most of the time. Um, I'm good. Um, how are you, Boyd? I feel like no one ever asks how you are, where you're at.
0: You know, it's funny. That's the reason I have a podcast is I've been waiting for someone to ask about me.
1: <laughs> that's And that's why I'm here.
0: Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm just sitting here reading these email texts and voice notes. All right. So, yo, um, let's get right into it. So we're gonna read all the text messages and voicemails that you guys are leaving on the phone number. The phone number again is in my bio on Instagram. Um, Three one four number and it'll be
1: in the show notes of this episode too.
0: Yeah, click the description right under the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, and on everywhere else, huh? All right. Mm-hmm. So here's the first one. Hey, Mike, I love you. Cooperating with Gary V and music artists. I stay in New York over Christmas and would like to ask you recommendations for rap concerts or something like that. Really into rap. Uh, Oh, he's in Europe. Okay. He works with rappers in Europe. He signed it, I guess, Philip. All right, cool. So let's see. All right. What are some cool
1: upcoming concerts in New York?
0: All right. Yeah. So thank God we looked into this beforehand. Tyler Walsh did. So if you're on TikTok, look up Upsal Music, U-P-S-A-H-L Music. Uh, They're cool. Playing instruments. They have a show in January. Tyler Walsh figured that out. They're on the Monday to Monday playlist. It might be a band. It might be one person. All these TikToks is this one person. But they have a million followers. I mean... And I did check out the music because when I asked for submissions, they comment (laughs) that music's good. I am listening to the submissions, but you guys got to understand there are a lot of submissions. So I see some people are starting to get mad and they're like, hey, I submitted a week ago and it's not on the playlist. You must be ignoring me. I'm definitely not ignoring you. But here's a funny thing. When you give a submission, I save it somewhere then when it's time to listen i listen to them but i don't look at who you are so it's funny because but it's also very fair because this person right here has a million followers i didn't know that when i put them on the playlist because i don't care how many followers you have so you know it's like you could have zero followers you could be a fake account on tiktok giving me music i don't care i save it all and i listen to it so it's cool that this person has a million followers I literally just followed them. Um, they're not even following me. I don't care. It's like, if you give me a submission, we're listening to them. And like I've said it before, if you're not on the playlist this week, it might not even be because of your music. Maybe you don't fit the vibe. The playlist has to be a vibe. No one wants to listen to a playlist where one song is smooth and the next song is, you know, blowing your ears out. So, you know, the playlist is a vibe, keep submitting. Here's something crazy. If I like your music. And you're in a genre we can't even put on the playlist that week. And that's rare because we normally mix up genres. Like, maybe I'll just email you and we'll do something else. We do brand deals all the time. So, yeah. Are you looking forward to any concerts? Oh! Casey Musgraves coming to Mass Square Garden in February. Meet me there. Oh, cool. Yeah, you going to anything, Emily?
1: Um, no. I have no plans to go to anything. Um, I'm focusing on moving to New York right now. That's um for everyone listening i'm still at home and in the process of moving to the city because i'm i'm still pretty young so um i haven't had <laughs> the time to even think about that so
0: well that's cool yeah go to the um go to the concerts make friends network you know go to the go to the concerts of the people we put on the playlist that'd be fun yeah That'd be cool. All right. But you ought to be careful because of COVID. You don't want to go to mm-hmm. concerts and be reckless. All right. So anyway, um, next question. Hey, thanks for getting back to me. What advice would you have for independent artists looking to enter the NFT space as collectors as well as potentially creators? All right. So they said, hey, thanks for getting back to me. I wonder who that was. Maybe Tyler Walsh asked for clarification. I'm going to get to a point where I will be replying to people's emails, but we're definitely not there yet. But anyway, I'm reading it now. So what advice independent artists enter NFT space, collectors and creators? Well, here you go. So definitely, you know, if you have the money, buy some. I mean, Adidas is dropping one today that's $800, right? It's a lot of money, but it's a lot less than the projects that are $10,000 to buy-in. You know what I mean? So... Some people do two hundred dollars. Um, it is expensive though. Like it's not like, you know what? I guess some some NFTs are free. And then Gary V, if you're following him every now and then, he'll he'll give some out. Um, but yeah, if you don't have any money, I'd say at least just pretend like you're buying them. Like search on OpenSea, read about the programs, join the Discord. You know, if you see a really good one, you join the Discord, you ask questions, you learn about it you don't have to actually buy it to pretend like you bought it just whatever just buy some if you can that way you see the whole process of gas fees minting wallet trade with your friends sell them to your friends but if you can't buy it just go into discords and read about it watch interviews on youtube i don't know why people well i know it's hard to do when everyone's busy but i mean youtube and google are there's a lot of wisdom on there man so Yeah, look into it. And if you want to create your own, my biggest advice is to uh, ask your followers and your supporters and your friends and family um, what they would want from an NFT. You know, if they want a picture of your face that does nothing for them, like utility wise, because obviously artwork is great. But, you know, if they want utility, if they want access, if they want to, like Gary V is an NFT where you sit courtside at a basketball game with him one time a year, I believe. Like if that's what people want, maybe you gotta figure out how you could do something similar. But if all that if all they want is the artwork and that's it, they don't want anything else, think on them that. You know what I mean? Like what do you what do you what are your thoughts on NFTs, Emily?
1: I feel like we've said this almost every single time we talk about it, but it's so much more than just the artwork. It goes back to value and added value. Um with the courtside tickets. Um and the experiential elements that come along with them. Um, I feel like a lot of people just go into the space in the hopes of a cash grab. That's um, not good. Which is like not the right reason, which is like, I mean, I'm interested in them, but not as interested as a lot of people. And I think the reason I've kind of been hesitant about it is because the only reason that I would really be like, if money wasn't involved, I feel like a lot of people would not be interested in this space.
0: That's true. Well, here's the thing, too, is, like, I agree with everything Emily just said. And here's another way to think about it, too, is, like, money's great. Like Everyone has to pay rent. Everyone has to buy food. Like, we all can use money. But the problem is when you're not giving people anything in return, you know? It's like, like, if this podcast did an NFT and tons of people are leaving us voicemails and texts you better believe we'd be reading those and figure out what people want before we do our nft we're not just gonna say hey here's nft buy it so we could become rich like that's that's crazy so yeah you gotta um some people say you gotta treat it um like a patreon and if you don't know what a patreon is look it up but i mean think about it like this too it's like an email newsletter except for people are buying in so when you have an email newsletter you might have a hundred emails. You might have ten thousand. There might be an open rate of ten percent. That's okay. But think about it like this: if your email newsletter subscribers paid money—two hundred dollars, ten ETH, whatever—if they paid money to be on that email newsletter, you better believe they're going to be opening it. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like a fan club on steroids. It's like it's it's like huge for your career if you're thinking long term because these people love you to the point that they're putting money down. You know what I mean? It's like people have fan clubs. People have street teams. People have all that. But most of the time, those people on your street teams and your fan clubs, they're not putting their money where their mouth is. Like NFTs, they're a lot of things and they could be so much and they're going to be so much more over time. But one thing I think people don't respect enough is it's getting people who care about you in one place globally or just if everyone cares about you in your neighborhood, but they want to join your club. It's it's like a real serious commitment on both sides.
1: That's a very good point. Do you have anything else to add on that one or should we move on?
0: We got to keep it moving. All right. Um, and yeah, if you guys have any, you know, and I keep saying guys, I'm sorry. If anyone listening to this has any questions, comments, thoughts, you know, first of all, drop it in the YouTube comments if you want or just text us or leave a voicemail because we could go deeper. And like Emily said, sometimes we talk about the same topic, but the funny thing is, is that's what a lot of people do. You know, I know a lot of people listening to this, like Gary V. obviously, because we're all, you know, I work, I've been working with Gary V. for like 13 years. So, but the point of my story is, you know, Gary V. says a lot of the same things too. And it's the reason, the reason that works, well, there's a lot of reasons that work, but one reason is because people want to hear the same thing. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep refreshing your memory. You gotta keep hearing the same thing in different ways. You have to you have to hear what we're saying on this podcast. Believe it, don't believe it, think about it. Take it to your own world. You know, obviously we don't know everyone listening personally. So, if we say something but you live in a city, country, part of the world that doesn't apply to you, maybe just understand what we're saying, where we're coming from, who we are and then interpret it how it could make any sense in your world. That's what I do. Like when DJs when DJs around the country world whatever but like you know I don't live in Atlanta right now I did for a little bit but when I see someone in Atlanta say something about a a musician I listen but I also think who is this person why are they saying it okay because sometimes you can be too close to an artist and what I mean by that is I'm from St. Louis so if I if I never left St. Louis which It's okay to do that. But if you never leave and you're just right there and you're always going to local shows and you're kind of becoming a friend with the artist, you're so close that when you tell me, when you tell Mike Boyd Monday to Monday, whatever, check out this artist from my city, they're great. I take you seriously. And I'm like, all right, if you like the person enough to talk about it, that's important. I need to pay attention. But I got to always remember who you are. It's like you're close. They're speaking the same lingo, slang, whatever for your neighborhood potentially, like. And you got to think how other people are going to hear this. There's people listening to the Monday to Monday playlist all over the world, so it's like yes, this person might be great in Nashville for country, but do I believe? Does Gary believe? Do we have we seen patterns like this before where people in other parts of the world are going to also kind of. Get the vibe, you know what I mean. Like DJs in Atlanta have told me, "Oh, this is the hottest guy in the streets," but and I believe them. But I'm just like, okay, but is that because of X, Y, Z? Or are you saying that one? Give Emily guess. Guess what? One time, I won't say their name, but this famous DJ who uh, is still a right. big deal. Yeah, I won't say their name, but this big time DJ who's still a big deal. He was promoting a rapper in Atlanta, and like I said, I wasn't living there at the time but I didn't really believe it. Like the the DJ was like, this is the hottest guy in the streets. This guy's the future, blah, 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 next wave. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, do I just not understand it yet? And that's a real thing. Like I was like, do I need to listen more? Do I need to like think about it more? I was like, why is this person being promoted as so popular, but I truly in my heart can't see it. And so I hit the DJ up privately. And I said, yo, that person's really that hot in Atlanta? And you know what they told me? They said, uh, said, no, I'm lying. They said the record label paid me to say that.
1: (laughs) And are they actually big now?
0: No, they're irrelevant.
1: Okay. Disappeared
0: real quick. But isn't that crazy?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. The way you teed that up made me think that it was going to be like a major... Major DJ.
0: Uh. Oh, no, no, it is a major DJ. It's a very famous person who's still killing the game right now. And I don't.
1: Oh, that's what I mad. meant.
0: Yeah, No, I'm not mad. But what I'm saying is this. You got to you gotta think to yourself, why, why is this person telling me that? You know what I mean? Like me and Gary Vee, some people are always like, you guys should have a record label, blah, blah, blah. And we've never done it. But if we did and someone was signed to us and then I'm promoting them super hard. I mean, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Or, famous moment here, record labels. You know, it's like, I get it. But like, at the same time, I got to think, why is this person emailing me? They're like, hey, Mike, love the podcast. Love the playlist. We just signed XYZ. They're the best musician of all time. You'll see. It's like, great. I'll make the decision myself on that one because I know why you're. it's your job. And I'm not mad at you, Mm -hmm. but you get what I'm saying? You know what would be really crazy if someone who worked at a record label emailed me about an artist on a different label? Now, that would be crazy. I'd be like, whoa, you believe in this person so much that you have no money tied to it. It's not even your job. And you're telling me? And sometimes that happens, mostly privately. You know, someone will be like... That's
1: happened to you before?
0: Yeah, and I'm sure it happens to people... But you know, privately you'll be at a artist lounge, rolling loud, whatever, and you'll be standing there talking, you know, and people need stuff to talk about. You can't just stare at each other forever. So someone might be like, Hey, you know, I'm working with this artist. Really wish I was working on with that one, because they're the they're the they're the shit, whatever. But um, you know, or a PR person, they'd be like, Oh, you know, I got my PR list, but I'm really trying to get this new emerging artist in Detroit. And That would be a huge for our PR company like that's a real insider info moment, you know, because it's like you didn't have to tell me that, but you told me because you believe, you know, so you always the whole point of my story. I know we just spent like way too long talking about this, but the point of my story is you have to think who is this person and why are they telling me this? Don't just don't forget that, you know.
1: Absolutely. Um, Speaking of Rolling Loud, I don't think Sean's video of the two of you at Rolling Loud got nearly the attention that it deserves. Um, (laughs) It was so funny and so well edited.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Sean from one thirty-seven. Yeah, Sean from one thirty-seven PM is very funny.
1: Oh my! Stand up, you know that? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's so funny, and he's very good at stand up. have you been? No, I, I'm i not in New York City yet, but I will definitely go when I um, can. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, that, that I remember that there was one clip of him walking behind you and he was like, I can't geek about Boyd's in overdrive right now. That
0: was pretty funny, actually. Yeah, I was. we were going to go meet with Gunna and I have a personal relationship with Gunna and his team and that whole thing. Mm hmm. And, you know, it was one of those moments you know, Sean is a funny dude. And I'm like, Sean, this is not the time to joke. We're going to go see Gunna right now. (laughs) Yeah, he's following me with the camera. He's like, what the hell? Why is Mike walking so fast? I've never seen him walk (laughs) that." fast.
1: And now we did the intro from um, that swing. I don't even know what it's called, but that was funny.
0: That was so so funny. I didn't know he was on the swing. I I watched it, and then like a week later, I watched the updated edit, and I was like, dude, are you on that swing? I had no idea.
1: (laughs) Where does he come up with this stuff? My God, he's so funny. Um,
0: Yeah, if anyone's watching, uh, Sean... I'll link
1: that in the description.
0: Oh, yeah, Link. Link to his uh, TikTok and Instagram. He has an Instagram post where you... I think I'm sure you've seen it, but I brought him in the studio with Dave East and he oh, did the whole recap. I did. The funny thing about Sean is I don't know what the hell he's doing. Like, I just told him, come to the studio with me and Dave East and make a TikTok. And sometimes I'm like, yo, grab this shot. Yo, um, it's okay. You could go film this moment, whatever. But for the most part, what's crazy is I'm not really paying attention to Sean's TikToking. Because, you know, I was in the studio with Davies because I was asking him to do something for me musically. Mm -hmm. Did it. And that was amazing. I had to be there. Danny Wolf, the producer, was there. I asked Danny to give him a beat. I asked Dave to do something on a song and it was amazing. But that's why I was there. But then Sean, you know, what's funny is at one point he told me, he's like, Mike, I'm going to grab the champagne. I'm going to go for it. You hit my hand down and shake your head because I do that to him all the time in real life. I shake my head because he always makes me so mad. But I did it, and he filmed it. That's the only part I knew about. But if you go to his uh, Instagram and watch the Dave East TikTok, it's so funny Dave East commented himself with laughing faces. But, uh, yeah, he filmed that whole TikTok. I don't even know when. He got a pen and paper. He was pretending to write down his own raps. He was... He filmed so many things and when I saw him make it, I was the next day when he made it and sent it to me, I was like, whoa. I was like, I didn't, like, when did you even do this? Like, I was there. I don't understand how he even got a pad and pen. He's so paper. good and
1: he's, and he is not as confident. I don't want to say it, like, that didn't come out right, but he's like, is this funny? And I'm always like, yes, it's hilarious. Like, come on, like, you need to, like, have more faith in yourself. Like, you're hilarious.
0: That's true. Oh, wow. Well, I will say this, you know, sometimes I've met some of the biggest rappers in the world when they were nobodies and they didn't believe in themselves either. Or mm. It's like people believe in themselves, but they are kind of scared, you know?
1: Like they put, they're putting
0: themselves out there. You know what I mean? Like Sean's putting himself out there.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you know, some of these artists like Meg, this Stallion. and one time I was in the studio with her and I don't, I won't quote the whole thing, but I said something. Can you to her introduce like, us? Who?
1: Me and Meg the Stallion. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> ASAP. I'll do that ASAP. But, <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds uh, good. No, I said something to her about how, you know, I said something along the same lines. I'm not going to quote it, but, you know, it's like people don't know how big they're going to be. Or maybe they're just scared mm-hmm. or they're just doubting this early on, you know, not just her, but tons of people. It's like, you know, even low Polo T, right? Different people. It doesn't matter how big you get. The definition of success is different for everyone. Some people just want to be on tour. Some people want to do shows in their hometown. That's success. You don't have to be Ariana Grande to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Like Sometimes artists tell me, they're like, yo, Mike, I wish I was bigger. And I'm, I have to remind them, I'm like, yo, you're selling out shows in multiple cities. People listen to your music. I'm like, you already won. Like... You know how many people are in their bedroom praying that they even get one stream on Spotify and you have shows and you're telling me that you're not making it. It's like, dude, you already made it. Like not everyone gets to be Sean Mendes. You know what I mean? Like they don't. And that's okay. You know what I mean? There could only be so many, but people got to understand. It's like, you got to really think about what success means to you, you know? Cause like I mentioned polo T. I believe in little polo T. Nothing's guaranteed. But even him, it's like when he sees how much I believe in him, you know, he might be like, damn, this guy really believes in me. It's like that thing. It's like you're always kinda you need sometimes, you know, artists are sensitive. They need to hear that support. Or when they hear it, sometimes they can't believe it. They're like, Whoa, you see the vision, how I... they're like, you see my vision, and not everyone gets where I where I'm going with this. You know, that that's the best way to say it.
1: Boyd. I posted a TikTok recently yeah this morning
0: Uh oh is it good
1: Uh oh this is yeah it's good um
0: we'll be the judge of that it's
1: like a um it's like a vlog working from the office um
0: and it's the one where gary
1: gary don't um, watch it right now i hate it when people watch my stuff in front of me god damn
0: well Um, it's the one where gary gives you a handshake
1: um, I actually, believe it or not, did not end up using that clip. I used another clip with him in it. Um, <laughs>
0: um, wow! What type of phone do you have? This quality is amazing.
1: <laughs> like the iPhone ten. Like not even a, not even a crazy good one.
0: What's the What's the newest iPhone?
1: The thirteen. Like you, I saw it, your phone has two cameras. Mine only has one.
0: What um, Which one do I have?
1: I don't know. Mine's definitely older because it only has one camera. <clears throat>
0: Oh yeah, some of them have three. Um, I have no idea what iPhone I have, but you're maybe you just clean your lens more than me. Like, look how clean this is. And this is a story TikTok. It's not just. Um, it's like a vlog. Yeah. You're walking down the street. You're walking at the office right there, the entry point. Who's that? Is that Sean? Oh my God. That's Sean. How long is this TikTok? Whoa.
1: It's like, like almost two minutes. Yeah. What? Yeah, That's, it's a long one. It took me very, like a few hours.
0: You're very bold. Wow. My yeah, TikTok, you, know long long, you know how long my TikToks are?
1: Like 10 seconds.
0: Yep, 15 or less. I know. All right, I'll comment. Let's go.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I'll
0: uh, actually watch it later to give a real comment probably.
1: Thank you. Yeah, because I have a voiceover over it. Um, I love
0: voiceovers.
1: I don't know. When you said... A few weeks ago, you were like Emily. I used to think you were going to be TikTok famous. That had me fired up. I was like, I still like, I am. Like, what do you? Uh, I don't know. That fired me up. I was like, I need to be posting more.
0: <laughs> well, damn! Is that what I said? I meant I, yes. I believe. It. I believe you could be that.
1: I'll go well, back. Thank, and find God, that thank
0: God you're posting more. Yeah, I know. Yeah. People keep quoting me. And it's like, damn, did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe I said it. It's like, damn, I said that, though. All right. Well, anyway, I'm happy you're using TikTok.
1: Thank you. Oh, I, um, oh my. Yeah, that was like a heavier lift. I need to make lower lift ones.
0: Well, maybe that's what your followers want, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I know
0: my followers. We'll want see. Them.
1: They love the ones of you pointing at their comments
0: i know i i do too <laughs> all right so here's the next one the next uh text Peace. um they gave their name i'm a full-time independent hip-hop artist and streamer followed you on tiktok and ig saw your contact info in your bio they must be talking about the phone number if it wasn't for gary i wouldn't have left my job to go full-time with music Whoa. All right. Um, I would love to be a part of any playlist, podcast, if possible, submission project, uh, submission process. Send links here. And he said or this person said either way, thank you for your time. That's cool. Um, anyway. Yeah, I mean, that was just a nice message. I appreciate that. I think on one of these episodes I said, send us nice messages. Well, if you want to, you don't have to. But um yeah, I mean there's no real that's the funniest part. There's no like real submission process. You just got to
1: reach keep- out and be a real human.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's a good way of saying it.
1: Um also something that Gary said that always st- sticks with me um is like give or some some variation of like give twice as much as or give stuff before you ask for stuff. Or give twice as much as you are asking to receive, or some something like that. Right. There um, is so so jab, just jab, like,
0: jab, 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 right hook.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so there we go. That's that's probably where I got it from from reading that. Um, but so like now that I'm in the like in the Vayner ecosystem, I'm like getting these people reaching out to me being like, hey, can you like introduce me to Gary? And I'm like, you clearly don't understand. <laughs> I cannot introduce you to Gary. Uh,
0: well, that's the thing. Um, I mean, you you could if it was necessary.
1: Um, I'm like, I work for him and had to schedule a high five. I don't think I could introduce. Um, I, can, I don't think I could introduce him, you to him um, unless you're like, barack obama then maybe it could help make that happen but he probably already is friends with him so um
0: no i get it yeah he's busy i mean
1: but okay back to that um people like with reaching out i feel like people will reach out to you and be like hey listen to my music and not and so you're gonna be like okay like clearly this is in your own self-interest Versus like reaching out and being like, hey, like, I love your podcast and what you've done. Like, can we talk or like, um, can I ask you a question? I'd love to learn from you. Like, and then you build a relationship and then it's the jab, jab, right hook, like type approach. And that's like way more valuable than just seeking to further your self-interest right off the bat. Like, that's what I'd rather be known for.
0: That's real. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what? Now that you said that, yeah, if someone reached out and they were like, hey, um, I mean, if they said this, like, hey, I shared your playlist with all my coworkers. Someone told me that one time. I met them yeah. and I met someone and in, in, uh, I don't know, they might be yes. listening. I met someone. It's a long story, but I said something like, yo, uh, you're amazing. Like, we should connect on social media. And they were like, yo, I've been following you and I listened to Monday and Monday and I share it with all my coworkers. That's how we find new music. And I like, I was so happy. I don't know. Um, my wife was there, whatever. But everyone was like making fun of me. They're like, oh, my God, you look like you're going to cry. But I, I mean, I wasn't going to cry. But, you know, I was like, whoa, because, you know, it's like, that was crazy because it was random. Mm-hmm. I it wasn't like a Monday to Monday party. It was just real life.
1: And therefore, uh, you're way more likely to help someone that does that than someone who's just like, hey, check out my music.
0: That's real, but the, yeah. But you know what's funny about me is, um, I'm not. I mean, I'm more more likely, I guess, to remember, and it stands out. You're right; it stands out. Like if someone said, "Yeah, hey, maybe I not a- like,
1: yeah. maybe not that way." I feel like wh- what you just said is way better than how I just put it.
0: Well, you put it right. It's just I got to make a clarification that I don't really do favors, so it's like, and I do that for everyone's best interest, like. Yeah, I mean, you could be my best friend. You could be my mother. And my mom's like, yo, um, there's this rapper in our neighborhood. You got to put him on the playlist. And I'd be like, hey, mom, I love you. But if they don't fit the playlist, they don't fit the playlist. Like, it's not the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you could be my best friend. And then you're like, yo, Mike, you got to do me this favor. It's like, no, I absolutely do not have to do you a favor. Because favor, I mean, that's messed up. I run a playlist mm-hmm. that's bigger mm-hmm. than me. That's the thing. The playlist is bigger than me. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than Gary. This is a playlist that has a purpose. You know, it's not, I'm not trying to diss anyone's playlist, but some of these big shot playlists, people complain, oh, I can't get on it. You don't know what the purpose is. You know, sometimes record labels, agencies, I mean, they're going hard for their artists. So sometimes big playlists get hit up by labels and it's up to whoever's running that playlist, whether they're just gonna, how they're gonna take that, you know, but when record labels hit me, like I said, my best friend could hit me. It doesn't matter who it is. The only thing that matters is the music. So yes, you could spam me. You could send me a self, a post that's all by yourself. Like, hey, I don't like you. I don't like your playlist, but listen to my music. I'll still probably listen because I need music. <laughs> but what Emily said is smart. Like if you're like, hey, you know, I made a play, I made a fan page and I put on 10 people, of course it's gonna stand out to me. I am mm-hmm. human. I am a human person, but you get what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's not necessarily just the playlist. It could be another opportunity with a brand deal down the road. You're going to be way more likely to remember someone for an opportunity like that, even if it's not the playlist.
0: That's if
1: real. A real person. That's real. I get not that. just promoting themselves.
0: I love it, but yeah, you know what? I don't
1: want to. I don't want to discourage from anyone trying to get themselves seen too. Like I kind of villainized that just now. Like there's nothing wrong with sending a message and saying, "Hey, check out my music." Like Boyd said, he will. Like I just made it seem like a bad thing. Just one's not better than the other. They're just different, and it just depends on what you want.
0: No, you're right. No, I mean you're right. And people got to think about that. You got to have a strategy. And you know what, I heard someone say the same thing and the way they put it recently was uh, when you go to a dinner party, I mean, this is a lot of people say this, but like when you go to a dinner party or a networking event or like a first date or, you know, like an NFT meetup, you know, if you go to Gary's VCon and everyone has NFTs to get in, so you already know everyone there is in the NFT space. It's It's not open entry to anyone, right? But you're at VCon you don't just walk up to people and say, hey, listen to my music and work with me. That's awkward. People do it on the Internet because they can hide behind their screen. But, you know, you got to be thinking, like, how do, how do real people communicate? Like, you know, if you're at VCon, go up and say, hey, I know you have a v, v friend. We're all here. So which one do you have? When did you buy it? How long have you been following Gary? Or did you just hear about him with the NFT? Like, you know. And also, people like to be uh, heard and listened to. So, maybe ask some questions before you just say, "Listen to my music." <laughs> you know, maybe say, "Hey,"
1: be way more likely to listen to your music if you don't just yeah. say, "Hey, listen to my music," or not that. Yeah.
0: Or you could even ask questions and be like, "Oh, do you like Travis Scott? Do you like Casey Musgraves? Do you like Kanye West? Do you like uh, Future, Young Thug? Do you like?" Ariana Grande, you got to figure out what people like. And if they say, yes, I like Casey Musgraves, and you happen to listen, or you happen to sound like her, be like, oh, that's great, because, you know, my song kind of sounds like Butterflies. That's one of her songs. Or if if you sound like Ariana Grande, and someone's like, I hate Ariana Grande's music, if that's what they tell you, then say, I respect that. I was going to tell you to listen to what I'm making, but... Since you hate it, we don't even have to go there. We can still be friends. We can still talk about V friends, but like, I'm not going to force you to listen to my music if you already said yeah. you hate that hate that genre. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh. No, you have What? You always you just... do that. You start laughing out of nowhere.
0: These are just. These are just thought starters here. Um...
1: <laughs> do you have anything else
0: yeah one last one all right so hey oh, mike right. boyd all right so hey mike boyd mini town dub that's her name
1: town dub yeah
0: um but it's spelled interestingly so we don't have to look it up right now anyway how do i get a placement on the playlist yeah that's the thing it's like here's i feel for you i feel for everyone because i used to manage artists um, i still manage a producer richie south that's how we got these uh, plaques on the wall for his production work and there's you know he's a great producer there's more plaques whatever these are just the two i have on the wall because the top ones my our first one i got i want made in tokyo two chains and then that one down there is a boogie and juice world but um yeah i mean i feel for everyone trying to get on the playlist when I manage artists, I w- you know, if I was managing artists right now, I'd be doing the same thing, trying to get on playlists. playlist. I think the only advice I could say is just don't give up and be ready because, you know, people are always like, oh, you're lucky. Or, you know, someone might even be like, oh, you got on that playlist. How lucky are you? But if you're always ready, always submitting, always in the comments. Then you're actually not, quote, lucky how they might describe lucky because it's not like it just happened for you. You were there, you were ready and you were making good music. Like you're prepared, you know, like if I'm constant. you know how some people say, oh, I waited outside of the radio station and ran up on Kanye West and rapped for him. It's like, it just depends on what the luck, the definition of luck is. Cause yeah, you were waiting, you were prepared to rap, you know what this person looks like. Like maybe you could say I was lucky that the person showed up, but like you were in control of so much of that, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Is that something that people actually do?
0: I think Big Sean did it.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that story.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stories.
1: So back to how do I get on the playlist? Did you give a bullet point answer?
0: Yeah. Just keep submitting. Spam me. TikTok, Instagram. I'm trying to use YouTube shorts now. Just, freaking spam because that's the thing even this morning i just went to the comments i listened to 15 people the last 15 people that left the comment i just listened to their music and i think 10 of them are going to be on the playlist update and i'm sorry guys but that's how it goes you know i i can't listen to every damn song every day because i also have a lot going on at work <laughs> but you get what i'm saying right emily it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: You just got to be there and you got to keep trying, you know?
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Cool. Do you have any closing thoughts?
0: Yes. This will be the outro. So Talk to me. thanks for listening to this episode of Monday to Monday. I hope that you still think I'm the favorite host instead of Emily, even though she's done this a couple times. And if you liked the episode, share it with your friends share it with your family keep it to yourself follow us on youtube follow us on spotify it seems like most people listen to this podcast on the app or right emily yeah that's normal i i listen to podcasts well actually i'm starting to listen to podcasts on spotify where do you listen to podcasts
1: um i used to listen on spotify but now i usually do apple but i listen to a few spotify exclusives so i have to listen to those on spotify
0: okay that makes sense and if you, uh, if you want to see our facial reactions, like when I'm cracking jokes, watch <laughs> it on YouTube.
1: Oh God, yeah. On the one thirty-seven PM YouTube channel.
0: I did so of we